You are now listening to the I Know A Guy podcast. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode. My name is Noah, and this is the I Know A Guy podcast, where I expose the world to all the cool people. That he knows. <laughs> <laughs> Since the season three premiere of the show, we've been releasing episodes every single week. We've had some amazing guests on, Justin Trudeau, my great-great-great-grandmother, Barney from Barney, etc. So if you haven't been able to see those episodes, please let me know because they definitely should be up on Spotify and Apple. My guest for today's episode, episode 26, though, needs no introduction, but that's what I'm going to do right now. Finnegan, Micah Fredo Sweeney is an absolute machine. He's a roller coaster fanatic, an, ins- an aspiring engineer, a handsome young fella, and absolutely everything I aspire to be when I'm his age. As a freshman in high school, Finn led his rec league basketball team to a win over the esteemed faculty team and dislikes Spanish class just as much as he dislikes the ongoing glacier melting crisis in South America. He has a lot to say about that. Audiences, please put your virtual hands together for my guest this week, my littlest brother, Finn Fredo Sweeney. Wow. What an introduction. Thank you so much for having me, Noah. Finn, it's great to have you here. How have you been? I'm doing well, you know. Made the trip up to... Uh, to Middletown, Connecticut. To, to Middletown, Yeah, Finn and I just spent eight hours in the car together, and I do feel like we've uh, we've really bonded over that. Oh, yeah. Listen to my first uh, I Know a Guy podcast. <laughs> yeah, famously, yeah. During the car ride, so I'm so an expert ready now. now. Yeah. Uh, so, Finn, uh, since you're such an expert, you know that we start our show uh, every time with some mommy minutes. Because mom uh, has grown tired of hearing my voice and wants to hear more about my guests. We always start the podcast off with a few minutes about nothing but Finn Fredo Sweeney. So Finn, my my mom already knows a lot about you, safe to say. But for all the other moms out there listening, which there are plenty, can you tell us about yourself? Sure, yeah. I'm um, 15 years old. Uh, I go to school at Western Reserve Academy in historic Hudson, Ohio. Um, I play soccer in the fall, basketball in the winter, as as you already know, and currently the JV setter for the Western Reserve Academy Pioneers volleyball team. That's huge. So yeah. Any, anything else we should know about you? Mm, I don't know. What were you like as a kid? I guess you still are one. I'm pretty much still a kid, but... Um, so now everyone knows everything about Finn, <laughs> um, hopefully for uh, for all the moms out there. Uh, Finn, for a lot of my listeners, um, uh, it's been a few years since they've been in high school. And for some of my listeners, it's been much more than a few. So we're going to get right into the meat and potatoes of the podcast here. Um, I want to talk to you first about uh, high school. I want to see if high school now is still similar to when we were all experiencing it. Is that cool? Yeah, of course. Would you say you've had a good high school experience so far? Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, we're going to talk about that. First question, uh, Finn, how many times have you been bullied so far, and what's <laughs> happened in those instances? Do you remember? High school only? Yeah. Um, you know, occasionally I'll, I'll wear these, these shoes. <laughs> They're like sketchers, and they, they like have no laces, and they uh-huh. like slip-ons. Yeah. And, you know, I might have overstepped it a little bit. No pun intended. 
and uh, and worn them out to some places where I probably should have worn some nicer shoes. Mm. Um, and so, what's uh, an example of the where would you where would you go? Uh, I wore them. Wore them to homecoming. You wore them to homecoming. <laughs> wore them to homecoming. Use. I would wear them here and there to basketball. Like you'd play basketball. Wait. Yeah. So you were playing basketball in the same shoes that you wore to homecoming. Yes. Okay. That, that is correct. So, and who was making fun of you for these things? Was it like? It must have been like your basketball coach and also the the old teachers at this school no. that are like oh, you can't be wearing those things to the nice dance no just just my peers <laughs> as it goes uh-huh. but you know i i gotta say that one was pretty valid yeah and uh it's, it's kind of put me in check you know a little bit with how i present myself uh-huh did you stand um, up for yourself in the moment what what do you what's your relationship with the slip-on sketchers now <laughs> i've been worn them you haven't I, worn them I, since i've worn them here and there but it's it's been a few months now. No. So I guess my next question is like, do you feel like those slip on sketchers were true to your identity and true to who you are as a person? Like, do you feel like because of the words of those around you, you've maybe lost a uh, a sliver of of who you once were? You know, at the at the core identity of it, they were pretty pretty comfortable, <laughs> and uh, they were easy to get on in the in those rushed mornings. So. So you feel like your idea of like a shoe that you can really appreciate is like how quickly you can put it on in this first few moments. <laughs> I mean, hey, that that's definitely part of it, but I feel like you're kind of basing most of your day wearing shoes on just mm-hmm. those first few seconds then. That's fair. I mean, ideally you get a, a good combination of the two, the ones that ones that you can pass by others and and blend in you know mm-hmm. and and also be relatively easy to get on yeah um and what was your performance like on the basketball court in the slip-on sketch oh i would go crazy yeah I, you know i was one of the best i, I don't know maybe I, w- I was up there you were one of the best and then you stopped wearing them yeah right and now you can't and make now my shot. rankings kind of dropped a little bit but yeah. next year we'll be back do you feel like maybe there's a there's hope for you in the future of maybe getting a Skechers partnership? I think so. I don't think yeah. so anymore. You stopped wearing them. <laughs> well, they just gotta drop some new releases and then I'll be all over them, right? I feel like they are dropping new releases. <laughs> I feel like that's what a shoe company does. <laughs> well, next time I'm at the thrift store, if I see some Skechers, uh-huh. I won't be picking them up, but... <laughs> <laughs> but you'll be appreciating I'll, them. I'll bask in the glory of the... Of the slip-on sketchers, okay. for sure. And, uh, well, so I'm sorry that that happened to you. That seems like a really traumatic thing <laughs> that you had to go through. Um, any other times that you've been bullied? Mm, I mean, there are always going to be, like, little comments here and there, mm-hmm. but nothing too notable. Do you think that uh, part of it is, like, the the big cowboy hat that you wear to school every day? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love my cowboy hat. <laughs> you know me. Yeah, but people know that like when you put that on, not to mess with you. Right. So maybe they don't make as many comments about it. Exactly. Finn, uh, you're attending a boarding school currently. Is that correct? Yes, it is. How do you control your crying every night that you can't see mom and dad? Because you've texted me a few times <laughs> and been like, 
I can't do this anymore. It's all coming out now. All I, I want to do is hang out with mom and dad the rest of my life. I don't even want to get a job. Please. All right, all right. That's what you were saying. That's a little bit far. You know, <laughs> those first maybe month, month, two, two months, you know, just a big transition in my life. Um, going from seeing everyone daily mm-hmm. to being a little bit further away, living away from home, everything like that, not seeing them. It's just took me some time to get used to it. However, I can attest that Noah <laughs> is, is uh, fabricating that a little bit and me- messing with my words. But but yeah, there, there were some texts sent <laughs> to multiple siblings and, and parents. About you not wanting to ever move out from home and just live there the whole life? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm sorry if you didn't want me to share that, but I think <laughs> if that's how you feel, then you should tell people that. That's uh, not how I feel. I don't blame you, though. That seems like a good life. You could just, you know, well, yeah. stay at home, watch Netflix with mom. Right. She's She could keep burping you. Because <laughs> you still do that, right? No. What? <laughs> you texted me last night and said... I was with <laughs> We were literally together. Yeah, you texted me when we weren't together. When, oh. So, because okay. I went to my room to go to sleep and you said, you texted me, you said, can you come burp? <laughs> oh, right. And I was like, right, yeah. I, I was like, what? And you're like, mom burps me every night. Oh, yeah. She doesn't for you? Well, I'm in college now. I've oh. kind of out of that. <laughs> right. Yeah. But well, has that been hard well, for you? What was the... What was the turning point for you? Well, I just had to I just had to look deep inside myself and and say that maybe drinking eight cans of root beer every day was contributing to my problem. Hmm. And so I cut out one can of root beer every day. I'm down to seven wow. now, and I've uh, I've had to burp a lot less. Okay, good, good. To the point where I haven't need needed mom to do it. Okay, so but so who do you get now? You get you get Theo. Yeah, Theo does it. Okay, yeah. Huh. Um. Well, Finn, I hope that you get over that problem soon. Um, <laughs> I, I'm but it's been it's been getting better at high school. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, like, cool. I I love when I come home, everything, but now I'd say I'm pretty much used to uh, the atmosphere and living away. And that's really good to hear. I've good found hear. found my people for sure. Well, I hope that that's been a little bit of insight for the uh, the listeners out there about how high school's been. Um, let's see, what else do we have? Finn, uh, do any of your kids? Uh, uh, do what? any of your kids? <laughs> do you have any kids? Uh no. Got it. Okay, just I'm yeah. Just a good question. <laughs> Finn, do any of the kids your age have significant others? Uh they do. Really? They do. And how old are you again? A freshman, right? We are high school. Yeah, freshman. What's that like f- to see kids around you getting like significant <laughs> others? Uh, it feels good, you know? It feels good for you? Yeah. Why? Because I'm, I'm proud of them. Oh, you're proud of the people around you that are, like, entering relationships? Yeah. Yeah. But you yourself, you're not in a relationship, right? Um... <laughs> That's up for debate. Oh, it's, it's up for debate. No, no. I I am currently, I'm currently in a relationship. Yes, Noah. What? <laughs> I, <laughs> currently 
<laughs> hey mom, hey grandma. Uh, I am in a relationship. Oh. <laughs> yes. That's awesome, Finn. <laughs> How's that been going? That's going great. Yeah. Do you see yourself maybe getting married anytime soon? Uh, no, not not at this current point in my life. Oof. Really? But you know, you're getting up there in age. Yeah. Might yeah, be time yeah. that you uh, settle down. You soon. know me. What's that supposed <laughs> to mean? <laughs> that you're getting old in age? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm pushing up there, you know? Yeah. Is there anything else about high school that you have found interesting over the past few months that you, maybe you didn't expect to happen? Mm. There's a lot of lacrosse guys. Yeah, a lot of lacrosse guys, probably more than the public school that we came from. Right. Yeah, and how have they been? Are they good, good guys? Uh, some of them. Yeah. Yeah, I know a few that are good. Oh, good people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Perc- Not saying everyone else is bad. Uh-huh. Percentage-wise, what would you say? Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Do you uh, not know what percentage means? <laughs> can Can you? Uh... Can you elaborate? I don't want to explain what a percentage is <laughs> um, during the podcast, Finn. If you don't know by now, <laughs> you should figure that out. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't talk to many lacrosse guys, but... Mm-hmm. But you, that's, know, it, you said that that was one thing that you really noticed in school. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you bet. Well, Finn, yeah. it sounds like you're having a great experience, and I'm really happy for you, and I'm excited to see where you go. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. Um, well, I'm always keeping my eye out on you, too, so just... Is that right? Make sure we finish here strong, all right? Finish this year strong? <laughs> finish both years. Okay. How do you think I've been doing so far? I don't know. Oh, so you haven't been, been watching me? have been a little bit worried you about been, you. I haven't been watching very carefully then. We've been, we've been worried about you, Who's right? we? The family. Oh, really? What have you been worried about? Um, just your academic grades. Really? <laughs> yeah. What have my grades been like? Low. Really? You haven't seen? No, of course not. Because <laughs> my grades get sent right to you and the family. I don't even get to see them. Yeah. Well, do you want to know? Well, yeah. I mean, I need to talk to my professors because I thought you're I was doing at, really well. You're looking at below 50%. Below 50% like average? Yeah. How? You have zero. What have my comments been like What from my professors? You know, they say you're handsome. Well, obviously. But they just... They're going to need a little bit more effort put in and a little bit less podcast time. But I turn in all my assignments. I, I do my assignments. Is it like no, you some... don't. Oh. You just you don't click submit. That's what they say. <laughs> so they can see that, I, that I've done the draft. Well, I just haven't hit they submit. They see you doing the work. Uh-huh. But they're just a little bit disappointed with your um, technology intelligence. You uh, don't know how to turn anything in, right? <laughs> yeah, so. but they know that I'm doing all the work. <laughs> well, I wish that they'd send kinda. emails to me about that and not you. Well, and... I'm kind of your overseer. Well, you haven't you haven't relayed this information to me well, before. Here now. I am. All right. All right. So. Thank you, Finn. Right. Finn, um, you're an aspiring engineer. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Yes. That's awesome. That, and that's genuine. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. You make things all the time. What are some things that you've constructed or designed recently? Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. Um, I am involved in the uh, makerspace at Western Reserve Academy, mm-hmm. which is a, a building that has 
pretty much anything you could possibly dream of in terms of building and designing and manufacturing everything. Um, so I've been taking some classes there, really enjoying it. Um, I I recently designed a uh, like a marble run. Ooh. Yeah, and it and it uh, it has like an elevator to get the marbles back up to the top once they roll down like this track. And it's all um, it's like a manual elevator, right? And right. You yeah. Twist it and the balls go up. Mm-hmm. That's wanna cool. wanna get a motor involved sometime. I'm, nice. I'm designing a, a different one at the moment. Oh yeah, I remember. Didn't you put the drill in the top yeah. and then spin it? And yeah. The, and they went up on their right, own. Exactly. That's really cool. Anyways, yeah. that's all to say that Finn is a very talented engineer. Um, here at I know a guy, Finn. We are all about education. We are not engineers, most of the people in my audience, but you are. So I want to help my listeners learn as much as possible. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To do that, I want to play a game that I called that I call constructive comments. Okay. All right? I'm going to say an item, and you're going to use your vast knowledge of building to tell listeners how you would make that thing using the tools in your disposal at WRA's Makerspace. Does that sound good? Yeah. So for great. example, how would you make a t-shirt that has the I Know A Guy logo on it? All right, so you would go into uh, Corel Draw 2019, uh-huh. which is a, a software on the computer. Uh-huh. You would search up "I Know a Guy" podcast. Uh-huh. Um, depending if you've published that on Google or just find it on Apple Podcasts and and screenshot it. You just would go over to the machine and and print it right on. All right, it's love that, that. Simple. What about like uh, a wooden desk chair? Could you make that from wooden, scratch wooden or desk something? Chair? Yeah, there's there's all kinds of drills, wood. What pieces? <laughs> Saws. That's great. Sounds like you yeah. know your stuff, Finn. Yeah. What about um? What about like a metal cage for a pet bird or something that has a door that you can like clearly lock? Uh, is a bird involved? No, no, just the cage. Okay, right, yeah. right. Um, you know, not not really sure about that one. You you might have to talk to Mister Gerber about that. Okay. What about like, uh, what about like a like a like a window that you could have in your apartment that like your roommates couldn't accidentally leave open? Uh, could you make that? Um, sheesh, maybe maybe you you would probably be able to get get like a wood frame built up. You could do that in the makerspace. Probably. What about like a tracking device that you could attach to like a pet bird to always know where it is? <laughs> so where where's this bird? You get you get in the. I'm bird? just asking you engineering questions. All right, all right. So, what? so a tracking device. Yeah, like a tracking device that you could attach to like a pet bird to always know where it is. <laughs> okay. So what you do is you just search Amazon.com. No, 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 no. I want to make it. And this you is engineering Apple education. Ben, this is constructive comments. This okay. is a. Can you please take this seriously? Because right, right. I really need to know this, and, <laughs> okay. I'm, and all my listeners too. Ah. Uh, I don't know. You could take apart like a. What about like a seventy-foot pole with a net at the end of it that you'd be able to use to catch something that's moving really fast, especially if it's in the air. Like a bird. What? <laughs> uh, maybe you could get like some PVC piping and screw it all together with a net at the end. Maybe like a cross goalie. Could you do it like a heat? Oh, you you're you're friends with the cross <laughs> guys now. Yeah. Could you make it like heat seeking so that the yeah. net like. You could do that? Like, yeah. the net could, like, find something oh, that's, yeah. like, alive and, like, catch it? Like, especially if it was moving in the mm-hmm. air really fast? Just talk to Mark Rober about that. What about, like, a small tombstone that says, Here lies Squawk McStuffins, a good bird that was squashed too soon? Squashed? Well, 
Just like in theory, like maybe if the net squashed, like. Oh right, right. Yeah, you could make a tombstone. You could. How would you do that? Um, maybe you could do like some molding and casting design. And what about like a live bird that is red and green <laughs> and repeats words back to you and is your best friend? Could you make no, that? I can't, I can't make that. That's what about irreplaceable. Like, fine. What about like a robotic bird that is red and green and repeats words back to you and is your best uh, friend? Maybe you could talk to the robotics team. Aren't you on the robotics team? Kinda. Then you're a genius and I really appreciate it. <laughs> of course. That with was my uh, vast knowledge. That was constructive comments with Finn. Lovely, yeah. You're you're clearly, you know, Ooh. on the on the right track to <laughs> to make to really busting into the to the engineering world. So oh, yeah. I'm excited to watch your career as it develops, as it blossoms like a flower. Like a bird. What? <laughs> RFP. Why would you say that? <laughs> Well, that uh, whew, that made me pretty emotional for no reason. <clears throat> so let's move on to something a little more upbeat. Back in Brack, cue the intro. As you know, we do a segment every week on our show called Back in Brack, where I create one 18 March Madness style bracket for various unconventional categories, and my guest gets to decide the outcome of each game and why the winner that moves on does. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. Today's topic for Back in Brack has to do with roller coasters. Finn, you're oh, a coaster wow. expert. Is that fair to say? Yeah. yeah You've, how I many mean, coasters have you ridden? Uh, maybe a good 50. 50? That's crazy. Yeah. And how how many different like parks? Mm, maybe five. Wow! Look at you. Um, yeah. So you're clearly an expert. And uh, Finn, today we're going to be talking roller coasters, right. but there's a twist. So I'm going to give you the names of eight mascots for teams in March Madness <laughs> this year. It's a March Madness style bracket. March Perfect. Madness is going on right now. I'm going to give you the names of eight. Uh, kind of interesting mascots. You have to tell me what the coaster would look like that's named after the mascot. So all you're getting is the name. It doesn't relate to the mascot at all. Uh, you're going to create this coaster in your head, and okay. you have to tell me which coaster is better. Does that make sense? Perfect. Let's go. All right, let's do it. So the first two coasters that you're going to tell me back about, number one, the Razorback versus... The Horned Frog. Wow, okay. Okay. So, first off, the Horned Frog. Yeah, let's talk about the Horned Frog. Even though that was second. That's I should, fine. Shouldn't have said it's first your world, off. I'm just living in it. Right? Okay, so, Horned Frog, I, I, I can picture it as like a, a small one. A small one, okay. Yeah, horned Hey, but as we know, bigger doesn't always mean better. Great things come in small packages, hey, et cetera, et cetera. You, right, you should know that. Um, uh, Horned Frog... <laughs> Horned Frog. Uh, what? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Let's move on. I don't get it. 
Yeah, you, you. Why would you make that joke? I don't even think I don't even get it. Do you care to explain? Why are you laughing thought, so much? I thought uh, it was easily understandable. So, no, I'm not gonna explain it to you. Okay. Well, in the future, if you're gonna make a joke, can you make it so that you explain it to me, or or I understand it right away? Yeah. Okay. So, horned frog. I imagine uh, maybe thirty feet tall. That's not very tall, yeah, is it? No, yeah, no, no. For a coaster. And a bear barely drops down. Mm-hmm. Maybe a few tiny hills. Mm-hmm. You end right back. So yeah. is it like a kitty coaster? Yeah, it's a kitty coaster. Mm. The horned frog. So you seem you seem like you're not very fond of the horned frog. No. Would it what would it look like? Like what would the It'd what would the design green, theme be? Green and purple. Green and purple. Okay. With green supports and purple track. So let's say that you own an amusement park called uh, Finland. All right. That's funny. Perfect. I, yeah. Uh, just letting the listeners know that that was funny, what I just said. Um, and uh, where would, and, and these eight coasters are going to be in your amusement park. Okay. Where would the horned frog be located in this amusement park? Uh, say you, you walk in, uh-huh. it's, it's far to the left. Far to the left. You're like, Far, get it away from yeah. everything. We don't want it. Mm-hmm. And maybe further back. Mm-hmm. You know, the horned frog, it'll bring in families, but... I feel like for the, the family coasters are usually towards the entrance, so you don't have to walk as far, right? Do you feel like that might discourage well, some, some, uh, well, all some those, families? Well, all those little kids uh-huh. walk into the back of the park are going to pass these big <laughs> ones, just like... The Razorback, the Razorback yeah. um, which is a... Well, you didn't really, exp- you didn't really answer my question. <laughs> oh, well, it's kind of a clean transition. <laughs> I think we'll just let it roll. Okay, we'll let it roll. <laughs> um, the Razorback is a 300-foot coaster. 300 foot? So this is 10... So is, that's pretty big, right? Yeah. Is that... What's the tallest in the world? Um, It's 400, okay. 450. So the Razorback kind of, you know... Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's up there. It's up yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that one drops right below the front entrance. So you look up mm. right as you walk in, <laughs> and you see all these kids. Yeah, all the kids that have to walk to the horned frog. <laughs> right. And and you see all these adults uh-huh. and the teenagers on this uh-huh. Razorback, and you just can't wait. Yeah. Right? Like, you know that... You're going to have to keep you can't coming wait. back. You can't wait to get older and taller so yeah, you can yeah. ride it? Exactly. Okay. Well, no no height restrictions on these rides. No height restrictions. Yeah, you Do can... you feel like maybe that's a little dangerous? No. Not not for... Not at Finland? Not at Finland. No, okay. We take our enjoyment very seriously, but... Well, the enjoyment... We're a little bit less... Yeah. La- we're a bit more lax on the safety. <laughs> but that's just your decision, you know? Okay. If you want to ride the Razorback, you got to... You gotta have some faith in yourself. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, and and the design, what's it looking like? Uh, a lot of a lot of hills. Okay. We're gonna throw in a uh, a corkscrew in there. Wow. So one inversion. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. All right. That's yeah, pretty. It's a pretty uh, thrill intensive one. Obviously defeats the horned frog. Okay. So. Uh, for the second round, it, it might be tough for, for any of the children to ride. So I'm confused. It's a kiddie coaster. It's for families. Right. 
but the Razorback doesn't. None of the rides have like a, a height requirement. Yeah, well, it's it's just what you're comfortable with. I see. Okay, and no. some people are comfortable with mediocrity if they're riding the Horned Frog. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, next matchup, the coaster called the Atlantic Owl, which is hmm. uh, of Florida Atlantic University, versus the Boiler Maker. Okay, so the Atlantic Owl, that's our 1920s uh, steam locomotive that goes around the train <laughs> or yeah, that goes around the park. <laughs> Um, okay. It's a nice, relaxing, yeah. relaxing, relaxing <laughs> ride uh-huh. for the family. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, you know, what's what's uh, what's Atlantic about it? What's Owl about it? Uh, Why is it called the Atlantic Owl? The Atlantic Owl, you know, it's all blue. Okay. <laughs> and then the the locomotive at the front has a big owl cardboard cutout. Is the, the Atlantic Owl like a nickname for the train yeah. back in the 1920s? Yeah. Is that what they called it? Yeah, exactly. On the, so, on the railroad? So at Finland we like Oh, to... and there's a song about the Atlantic Owl, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. Can you sing it for me now? <laughs> Here comes the Atlantic <laughs> Owl around the turn. <laughs> All the kids are waiting. Here comes the Atlantic Owl, and we just can't wait. <laughs> That's great. And the Boilermaker. The Boilermaker. All right. So, which, uh, by the way, you said that the Atlantic Owl is the train that yeah. goes around the tracks. Do you know what a Boilermaker is? The Boilermaker is a steam engine. <laughs> okay, so there's two. This is the train versus the train <laughs> matchup. The Boilermaker is a train. Yeah. Well, the Boilermaker, I think, is someone who works on the trains or makes trains or something. Right, so these are rival trains. There, there's two trains in Finland yeah. that go around the track. And Which one's faster? I assume the Atlantic Owl is kind of the... the, that's the that's was. The, no, that's the sleek powerhouse. The Atlantic Owl, you kind of described it to me as like a 1920s like... <laughs> right, but we, we, we take our renovation seriously okay, in Finland. Okay. Right. And the the Boilermaker, that one's uh-huh. for a little bit of a tamer ride. But the song is very deceiving, right? I see. So, okay. <laughs> okay. so if you hear that song, you're going to be pretty scared. But once you get yeah. on that train, it's a little bit less. And if you hear that song, you better get off <laughs> yeah. the tracks. You you better watch. Because the, the train is coming. Oh, wait. Oh, it's coming. Oh, there's a song for the Boilermaker. Right. Oh, well, <laughs> go ahead. Can... <laughs> Here, here is the boiler maker, my mate maker, and it coming on that track track. Hey, and I'm not a freestyle rapper, but I like this song very, very much. So just to be clear, the official song for the boiler maker, the artist said, "I'm not a freestyle rapper, but I like this song very much." You got it. That's interesting. And do the kids chant along to that they, one too? Oh, they like that. One. Okay, so which but train they, is? They get scared. Which train is better in your eyes? You know, they at, get scared at, of the at Finland. We we love our diversity, all right. But yeah, these trains, important. after that 2019 collision, they've never been the same, all right. They've always had some bad blood between. <laughs> Sorry, them. just there's. <laughs> You know the the track. Do, do the tracks cross? The tracks got a little bit mixed. Oh, okay. And that head-on collision really head-on really got some conductors going. All right. Yeah, I bet it so, did. 
because probably they got injured pretty bad. Right, yeah, they, they took it to the parking lot. So it's interesting that you bring that up because I'm not sure how that answers my question of which one wins. <laughs> well, I'm just saying the rivalry me. is very I see. strong. Okay. So this, okay. this answer might boil some blood, all right? Uh, just, I see what you did just there. Just like those Boilermakers. Uh-huh. Famously blood boilers. Right. So, you know, I got to hand it to these Atlantic Owl. Okay. Right? Those Atlantic tell me Owl that fans. Is. You know, it's just, it's sleek, all right? It has oh. the power. It has that maglev technology. Mag? Mag, maglev. Don't, don't tell me. I'm going to look up. We, this we is look the one, up look one up. thing every episode. Maglev train. Magnetic, magnetic levitation. Yeah. Uh, that's sick. Yeah. That's, wait, that's the Atlantic Owl, the 1920s yeah. engine. See, we renovate them. So what about it is 1920s anymore? All original components, just except for the <laughs> except for the magnetic levitation. No, that was from 1920. Really? Yeah. Wow. We, yeah, some hidden technologies. It was okay. only used by um, Northern Pacific. Fair enough. In their woods, so they wouldn't let anyone else see it. <laughs> okay, so uh, the Razorback moved on. The Atlantic Owl, the 1920s uh, levitating train, yep. moved on. Uh, next matchup, we have the Friar mm-hmm. versus the Sun Devil. Wow. Two two of these that are very popular with wow. our customers. Okay, two popular rides. Right, so, so our Sun Devil mm-hmm. is a yellow and red. Yep. Yellow supports, red track, and then we go with our dark orange train. Ooh, right? okay. Dark orange car on the tracks, all right? And the, that that really gets the people stirring, Yeah. Right? And so... <laughs> just, the, just the color of the, of oh, the yeah, train, they, that's what gets the people stirring? Right, they can see it from the parking lot. Yeah, they, they can. Just, they run, right, to okay. the sun devil, okay. right as those gates drop. <laughs> all right, so... So, yeah, it's a... Uh, what does it look like? Yeah. What's cool about it? It's only uh, about 10 feet tall. Hmm. And they can see it from the parking lot? <laughs> yeah. It's right, it's right yeah. next to the parking it's, lot. It's right there. Uh-huh. But the, the craziness about it uh-huh. is that it's all underground. Ah. All right, so it's all underground and it's 10 feet tall? Yeah, you go up 10 feet uh-huh. and then you drop into the earth. That's All the way to the core. That's an interesting concept for a coaster called the Sun Devil. Yeah. That it's underground. Well, the anti-Sun Devil and everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> it just gets you. Right? Yeah, interesting. I, I feel um, a sense of remarketing from Finland. In maybe. A few years. It might have to be like the be underground the mole. devil. The mole. Yeah. Wow. So what's cool about it going underground? What happens? You just can't see anything. There's no lights down there. Okay. And you're always being thrown around. Yeah. Right. But you know that you're being thrown around in a dark orange train. Exactly. Just to be clear, well, the train is not an actual train like the Atlantic Owl exactly. and the Boilermaker. It's like the cars on the track. Car on yeah, the track. Yeah. Uh, tell me about the Friar. The Friar. Mm-hmm. Now this is where things get interesting. Okay. All right. So, so it's about 200 feet tall. Uh-huh. However, it drops beyond vertical. So backwards. It goes like down, yeah, yeah. like you go comes, kind of backwards and right yeah. on that first drop, 
You get thrown out of your seat. Not not actually, but... <laughs> you get ejected out of your seat into the parking lot no, where no. everyone's looking at the Sun Devil. No, here's oh, okay. what happened. Sorry, sorry. No, you, look, you gotta listen. I'm listening, I'm the expert. I'm listening. I'm, sorry, I sorry. Own Finland. You're the owner of Finland. All right, so... This, my time is very valuable. I'm sorry. All right. So, the first drop, Beyond Vertical. Uh-huh. You come out of your seat, literally. Okay. And you're falling. And Seat you're belts walk- or no? No, no, nothing holding you in. Okay. You fall out. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. And then the, the car keeps going. Mm-hmm. You get to the bottom of the drop, and you always land perfectly back in your seat. It's kind of like the, the lava level in Super Mario Bros. You well, know exactly, the, the train. train. Yeah, the yeah, train, yeah. exactly. So, um... Can, can I ask? And again, you're the expert here. You're the engineer. I'm exactly. sure you have. I'm sure you have physicists. Has anyone fallen out? No, I'm just wondering. Like, does does it change if someone is like lighter, heavier, taller, shorter? Does the science change there, or hmm. do you nail it every time? Well, yeah, that that makes sense. Why you uh, <laughs> why you dropped honors physics? Uh, because I didn't drop honors physics. Right, but you just did bad in it. Right, I forgot. Yes, I forgot you got my grades. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think everyone falls at the same rate. Uh huh. So <laughs> although the train might be heavier, uh huh, we have our technicians working those yeah. brakes. We oh, always, the brakes. We always land it perfectly. Okay. And we can calculate it before and the And OSHA? Has OSHA said anything to you about that? No. No, of course not. We've never lost anyone. It's perfect. Do you pay them off every month to look look away? Or? Right. Like, yeah. They're too focused on the uh, the maglev in the Atlantic uh, Owl. That yeah, that, one, that one's troubling. So they And why is it called the fryer? The fryer? Because it fries your brains. Mm-hmm. And uh, Friar, I should note, is spelled F-R-I-A-R. It's like... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Famously, someone that fries your brains. Okay, uh, yes. so uh, the Sun Devil, the, the underground coaster that has the yellow supports, red uh, track, and dark orange cars, right. versus the Friar that throws people out of the car and catches them uh, using uh, accurate braking. <laughs> Technology. Which one is the better coaster? Easily, Fryer. Okay, Fryer's moving yeah, on. Fryer. Final matchup before the second round, we have the Paladin, which is like a knight, I think, uh, versus... Well, you don't tell me. Sorry, you know. <laughs> uh, we have the Paladin, again, your coaster, my bad, versus the Norse Viking. Yeah. Yeah. These... These get interesting. Oh, right? I bet they do. <laughs> I bet they do. So, the Norse Viking... Famously, the Vikings traveled across in their boats, right? So yep. here, here at Finland, we um, we wanted to embrace their cultures and honor them uh-huh. with our own ship ride, right? Okay. So you board the ship. Do you have like a lake or a pond or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How big is that? Deepest lake in the world. Deepest lake in the world. Deepest, yeah. Deep. So this sounds Deepest like body more like a hole with water in it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, one could say that. Okay. Um, We got to be careful not to interfere with the sun devil, right? Cause that's oh, true. Yeah, because one so, time the sun devil went rogue and yeah, just like... just drilled through right, <laughs> to the, <laughs> yeah. right through the lake. Yeah. We flooded ourselves. Um, so... <laughs> 
the getting back the Sorry. the yeah, the, right. the Viking uh-huh. the Norse Viking the Norse Viking it it rocks all right so <laughs> it rocks back and forth it rocks it, it rocks it rocks back and forth okay. um with with all of our passengers inside and it really gives our our patrons um a taste of what the Vikings had to go through right with that what did they have with to the, go through with those ship journeys the waves. Oh, the way they didn't have really that modern um, navigation. Uh-huh. Uh, they so, didn't have GPS. So on every ride, do you like make it so that the boat gets lost? Yeah. Really? They think that they're. They think that the rides are actually lost. Right. What do you do for people that ride the ride twice? How do you emulate it's that feeling? It's randomized. Oh, so you course. just make them lose, make them get lost again somewhere else right. in the hole. In the hole with water in it. Exactly. And that's the ride. How long would that typically take? It's a three-day event. (laughs) It's a three-day event. Yeah. I told you, look at these Vikings. They're they're out on the water for weeks. Uh Uh-huh. So this is just a little bit of taste. So this isn't even an authentic experience. This is the mini Viking experience. Exactly. Do you have to pay extra to go on the Norse Viking? Yeah. Do people know that it's going to be a three-day experience when they get Uh, home? No. Do you give them food or anything? They gotta find him. They gotta, you like hide it around yeah, the ship? No, it's in the water. They oh, gotta catch it. I it... give them fishing rods, okay. but that's about Are it. Are there fish in there? Uh, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes okay. the other guests, when they realize what's happening, they throw some bread in there. Oh, that's nice of them. So that they can, like, they throw a bread in the water hmm. and then they hope that it floats to their boat. Sounds like this is more of like a, a social experience that you're, yeah. that you're creating. Right. We have them all take diaries so that we can improve oh, our guest experience. Yeah, this is like a Dr. Zimbardo experiment. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like a social experiment. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Okay, and talk to me about the paladin. The paladin. Wow. So that's the, that's the sharp fish in the water, and we just <laughs> had to name our a ride after it because uh-huh. after it, after it destroyed the boat. Of eighteen ninety two, I remember it Finland. well. Yeah, yeah. You remember in the newspapers? Yeah, I was there. Oh, you were on the boat. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's a pleasure meeting you. Then I haven't met anyone that survived. <laughs> uh, I didn't tell anyone. Oh, okay. Well, the so paladin, you had to name it after the paladin. Uh, paid uh, the the paladin killed everyone, but to pay respects to everyone, we. We named a ride after the paladin. That's very respectful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would be honored. Yeah, exactly. Well, you are honored. You you were in it. Thank you. Um, Nothing makes me feel more respected than naming a coaster after the thing that killed me. Exactly. Yeah. So, What does it look like? You know, it, on the car, on the tracks, uh-huh. um, there's a long, sharp needle. <laughs> Fin at the end? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It all meets at one uh-huh. point. Yeah, I mean, you better watch out when that car's coming. I bet. Else there's gonna be some more casualties. Yeah. All right. So what happens is, it's kind of like a world record holder. All right. Wow. So it it holds the the record for the world's tallest roller coaster. At how many feet? Um, six hundred and twenty. It's interesting because when I asked you what the tallest coaster in the world was, you told me four hundred and fifty. Right. Well, that's just our competitors. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> we actually hold the world's tallest. Oh, and how tall is that? Um, 623. So the most famous coaster in the world is named after a fish that killed many people at, mm-hmm. in your park. 
and everyone wants to ride it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and you can be any height to ride it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So so you go up the lift till it takes a good thirty minutes to mm-hmm. get all the way up there because we got slow chains. Yeah. Right. <laughs> thirty minutes we, to get we, up to the top. We got some slow chains yeah. here at Finland. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> you're always renovating technology, but only for the trains. Right. right. Yeah. Um, and so you you get to the top, and then you kind of coast uh-huh. coast around. You wind up there a little bit, just mm-hmm. barely going down, mm-hmm. taking in the views, and then you look straight in front of you and you see a drop, right? Yeah. And it goes straight down for 620 feet. <laughs> and at the last three feet, it pulls out. And those G-forces... Yeah, that, that surely <laughs> kills someone. Well, no casualties yet. Because <laughs> OSHA hasn't jotted them down because they're too busy well, looking at the sun devil. The maglev will get you. Yeah, that's fair. The maglev train requires <laughs> a lot of maintenance. Or the Atlantic Owl, <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, so who wins between the Paladin and the Norse Viking? The Norse Viking. Okay. Wow. Our, our, our customers love it. That's, that's an upset if I've ever yeah. seen one. Okay, Finn, we're going to need to go through the next stage of matchups pretty quickly. So just yeah. tell me who wins and, uh, and, and quickly why. Um, first up is the Razorback versus the Atlantic Owl. Atlantic so Owl. The Razorback is the 300-foot coaster that has a corkscrew in it, and the Atlantic Owl is the maglev train that got in a crash once and uh-huh. has updated technology. And you're saying the Atlantic Owl. Why oh, is yeah. that? That maglev technology will get you. <laughs> There's low maintenance costs. Oh, really? <laughs> low running costs. Wow. Everyone can ride it as many times as they want. Okay. They just love it. All right, fair enough. And uh, we've got the uh, the Sun Devil one, or did the Friar? No, the Friar the one. Friar one. The Friar versus the Norse Viking. So the Friar is the coaster that throws people out of their seats <laughs> and catches them. And the Norse Viking is a three-day biking journey where you purposefully get the customers lost. This one's going to have to go to the Norse Viking. Okay, and then uh, finally we have uh, the Atlantic Owl, the Maglev Train, very famous, uh-huh. uh, with the famous song uh, right. versus the Norse Viking. Who's yeah, going to win? This is just so hard for me. I bet, as the owner of Finland. And, uh, I don't know if my PR team is going to like this, but uh-huh. I'm going to have to give it to the Atlantic Owl. <laughs> <laughs> Your PR team wouldn't like that because uh, the Norse Viking... Is your money maker, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, congratulations to the Atlantic Owl, formerly of Florida Atlantic University, now of the amusement park known as Finland, owned yeah. by Finn Fredo Sweeney, for winning this edition of Back in Brack. Finn, I can't thank you enough for being here. This was such a good time. Thank you so much uh, for everyone who's listening. Uh, if you've made it this far, reminder that you can follow the podcast on uh, Spotify, Apple, and Instagram. Finn, if you don't know already, we use the same ending for every episode. We end on two quotes. I'm going to read off a famous quote that's a personal favorite in order to maybe give you a little inspiration. Okay. And then I'm going to give you, our guest, Finn, the pressure to end the episode with your own beautiful or ridiculous, completely made-up <sighs> Quote. So here goes. This is a quote from Humpty Dumpty if the wall he was on was the Berlin Wall on November 9th, 1989. Oh, come on, guys. Not again. Please, just wait a few minutes. Ah! <laughs>
That's funny. All right, Finn. <laughs> Thanks, Finn. All right, Finn, you've got the inspiration. You've had the time to think completely off the cuff. Why don't you end the episode with your historic made-up quote? Stand clear of the closing doors, please. <laughs> <laughs> to those uh, listening at home, stand clear of the closing doors, please. <laughs>